This episode of Cinemavention is brought to you by Routing Wonk, RozJ001, Jack Wolf, Wearmall 3, and Kevin Fournier. If you want to become one of the names listed here at the top of the show, go to patreon.com slash wscottis1 and support the show today. Hi, I'm wscottis1, and I have not seen the movie Black Panther. <gasps> Increasing his cultural IQ, one movie at a time. This is Cinemavention. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Cinemavention podcast, where we review and discuss classic movies that I should have seen long ago. Today, we are wrapping up Marvel Month with one final movie that we'll be discussing today, and that is Black Panther, which my guest has seen before. He is the founder of IQMZ.com and overall just a great guy. Please welcome Owen J.J. Stone, a.k.a. O-Doctor, to the show. I'm so happy to welcome you to the show, man. How are you doing? I'm a, I'm a great guy. Who's been lying to you on the internet? What's going on? <laughs> Slanging any old information out here on the old WW webs? Is that going on? I know. Yeah, hey. yeah, I know. I mean, I hey, I I know you're a great person. So, I, I mean, I'm sure I'm I'm, I'm, I'm you're talk- <laughs> you're talking me up. My email responses were terrible this past <laughs> week. I wouldn't trust me. My, my responses were terrible. <laughs> but uh, I mean, hey, you know, like we're, we're all bad at emails. Hey, I'm bad at email too. So it's it's completely okay. But uh, I'm so happy to have you on the show, man. Thank you so much for doing this. And uh, we're here to talk about Black Panther. I'm so excited. And uh, without further ado, uh, we'll go ahead and go over the stats here real quick uh, before we get into talking about it here. Uh, of course, Black Panther, you can uh, rent or purchase it as usual. And I'll let you guess uh, where it is on streaming. Yeah, you you were right. It was Disney Plus. What did you expect? <laughs> Black Panther was released by Walt Disney Studios Motion Pictures on February 16th, 2018. Movie was directed by Ryan Coogler and stars Chadwick Boseman. R.I.P. Michael B. Jordan, Lupta Nyong'o, and Dune Gararu. I knew I was going to mess that up. <laughs> and Martin Freeman. The movie had a budget of $202 million and made $1.3 billion, billion, by the way, $1.3 billion in theaters. I was actually really stunned when I saw that number. Uh, I assume you probably saw this movie in theaters, Owen. Do you remember when you saw it? For the first time? Uh, February 15th, because I saw it before the opening day. It was after Valentine's Day. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you had like a little early screener? Yeah. My, my theater, like sometimes they send me stuff because I'm always there. So I saw it the day before. Oh, yeah. That's that's awesome. Uh, well, well done. Uh, it was good. Yeah. So let's talk about this movie. So um, I... I really enjoyed this movie um, so much. Um, and and like I said, we'll start out with the fact, um, like I mentioned, uh, Black Panther getting $1.3 billion in theaters is quite an impressive feat, I will say. And uh, honestly, I'm so, I'm so happy that this movie did so well. You know, not only was the storytelling phenomenal for me personally, um, but this was a unique departure from the last few MCU movies that we've covered on this show. Um, it had it had like a different style than the uh, than the uh, than Iron Man, Avengers, and Guardians, and and I think that's uh, I think that's good for this movie. Like, not every movie has to be um, 
the same in the MCU. So I really appreciated about it. Of course, uh, it has a predominantly black cast and all the guards are women too, which is, you know, which is awesome for, um, for um, diversity and everything. Um, and Dora I, yeah. What's that? I said the Dora Milaje. That's the name of the guard, yeah. female. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and I love how, like, cause it, it basically, it told the story of, you know, like, like, and I kind of, and I appreciated how it like told the story of, you know, cause you know, slavery did disrupt a lot of these African cultures. Um, and that's, and that's like absolutely, um, you know, a real, um, a real life thing that happened as a result of that. And, and, you know, it's and the damage that left on those people, you know, so it was such a great story. I'm curious from your perspective, Owen, um, wh- what was your experience watching this movie? Like, what were some things that stood out to you when you were watching it? So um, in general, it's a uh, uh, a family story, like mm-hmm. very rich, deep family dynamics, which is why it, it hits so well. One, in the African-American community, one, because there's a lot of crossover. So in the tribes, they took tribes from all over Africa and like souped them up inside of the five individual tribes. So even in their clothing, um, the uh, piercings and things they had, like a lot of those things were mashed together. So there was a super abundant wealth of representation just in that part of it. Mm-hmm. And as you said, the, the there's a lot of black female characters. And when it comes to Marvel, there were no female characters except for Valkyrie. Um, mm-hmm. And it took a um, a minority director to put her in as a minority. So the representation was through the roof for uh, black people, mm-hmm. which is great. But it also told a bigger story that could relate to everyone. You know, uh, the Black Panther's mother and you know, seeing his father pass away in previous Marvel movies and like the little snips where he was in and out. Uh, so it's a very family orientated, like that's a lot of black history. Like, like you're saying, like slavery disrupted a lot of things where you don't know your history and things like that. But in this essence, they know their history. They uh, love their history. They, they honor the, the past and mix it with the present. So all in all, it's, it's a, Fun movie is a great movie, but they do a lot of family tie-ins that get you emotionally involved in the movie, and that was one of the reasons why it did so well. Besides, just in the black community, like it was a yeah, you know, everybody's got a a mom that gets on you, a brother that's that's annoying, or a sister or whatever, and it's basically just like uh, Succession, but they're in Marvel and they're <laughs> superheroes, but there's yeah. a family member running things and doing things, got a bad guy in the family, you know, so it's. A, a very family knit uh, uh, movie in the undertones of it. Yeah, absolutely. No, and and I like what you said about that too, because because um, like you said, yeah, it, it absolutely has um, that diversity. But yeah, um, like you said, um, I I related very much to certain aspects to this story as well, like just watching it. And so I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because because uh, yeah, no, it, it it's not just that it is. Um, you know, that it has a lot of diversity, although that is a very good aspect of this film. But yeah, it's you can you can relate to it in so many other aspects as well. So, yeah, that's that's really good. Um, So there's there are a lot of great moments in this movie for me. Um, 
And, you know, this story kind of has two evil villains, if you really think about it, right? So you have um, you have Ulysses, who in the beginning seems to be working with Killmonger, um, but um, I'm going to call him Clow from here on out. Um, he, yeah. and he get he gets shot, he, he, like he gets shot by Killmonger halfway through, um, this movie. Um, and I don't think he expects it, uh, because he was still laughing and joking around like even moments before. And I don't know. It's like, it's so, that was like so messed up to me that, you know, to prove you're worthy of the throne, you have to bring his dead corpse in order to challenge him to the throne. and. I, I don't know, like, and for this, and, and it's for the second time, of course, because when his father died, he still had to fight um, the other, um, the other um, tribe member, um, uh, Bak- Baku, hopefully I'm saying that right. I probably butchered that, but. Yeah, I mean, the, the pronunciations are fine. You, you can butcher it. They're, they're yeah. rough names to say. especially if you haven't just recently just watched the movie and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll combat you on. There's only one evil villain in the movie. Okay. And it's the white guy that ended up in a bag. Oh, okay. Uh, so depending on your mindset, right? If you look at the overall arch of the movie, Killmonger was some people's hero. Mm-hmm. As you said, slavery disrupted Africa and tribes and things like that. So in a movie where it's very heavy that they're in this bubble with their own tribes and the conversation is we're not helping the world. And Killmonger wants to help the world. There is obviously in the movie a faction of people that say we should be doing more for black people because we have this technology, we have this power. Mm-hmm. Why are we acquiescing to let these things go unchecked? Mm-hmm. So even in the real world, there's a lot of people that were rocking with Killmonger, like he's what they should have done. Yeah. Because they weren't getting it done. So I mean, it's a it's a, a crapshoot on if he's actually the villain or not depending on how you feel about the story. Obviously, the MCU put it up to be that way, but there were a lot of people upset, one, for the fact that, spoiler alert, he dies at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of, like, you know, maybe living and being imprisoned and jailing each other. But again, he'd rather die than not help his people. Yeah. So Yeah, no, and, and, and I, and, and I like that. situational villainry. Yeah, yeah. No, and I like that because, because, uh, you know, because, he real he 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 is very much like he he's the type of you know villain right that or like um quote unquote that you know he, his the his motivations are very much um on honorable right like he like you said he is very much you know he very much is distraught about how his ancestors were oppressed and you know killed and everything right. And so, yeah, you can absolutely make the argument that his intentions are honorable in that aspect. And it almost challenges um, Black Panther in some ways. Like, it, it's not a traditional villain role in that sense, you know? It's anti-hero role. It's like Spawn. Mm-hmm. Like, Spawn is murdering people, right? Like, he's, you know, murdering people in his own justification of who should be murdered. But he's still just straight up killing people. And and terrorizing bad guys, but it's still like yo, you couldn't lie. It's the old well, Batman just puts them in jail so they get out and kill more people. Nah, Spawn's just straight up killing them. W- well, which one is it? Should you just kill these people out of trial, no justification? Like you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. he's a really uh, interesting character as far as like again calling him a villain or 
uh, anti-hero or in some people's mind, a hero. He's a very mm-hmm. complex personality for a comic book cartoon movie. Yeah, absolutely. No, and 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 honestly, I feel like that's what adds so much to the story in that way. You know, I I, I really yeah. did enjoy that a lot. Um, it, I thought it was interesting that for this movie, so um, so the Black Panther. Um, changes with whoever is king of the tribes, and this is kind of an interesting, um, d- a, an interesting twist on the role of the superhero from the last three movies in the MCU that I've covered on this show, um, and the fact that they fight for the title of king and decide to make it a fair fight. Basically, it, you make it hand to hand combat, right? And and the Black Panther, whoever is the current Black Panther, has to renounce his superpowers during the fight. Like they almost give him like an anti, like sort of like like it gets rid of his powers, like a like a potion to get rid of the powers, right? Yeah. And uh, and it, it, it's interesting, um, and, and it's interesting too because when Killmonger throws T'Challa off the cliff in their fight. Because and we of course we learn later that T'Challa doesn't die. There are technically two Black Panthers at this moment, meaning we found out that there can be multiple at a time, which is an interesting concept. You know? So technically, mm-hmm. uh, uh it's not about being the Black Panther as much as the Black Panther is the name. Because right. T'Challa is the Black Panther because He's the Black Panther. Um, there's also like White Wolves. Like in the comics, there's other names like that. Like I don't know what Killmonger's mantra was or would have been per se, but it wouldn't have been the Black Panther. I don't think um, mm. he wore a gold. He wore the gold suit, the alternate suit. So um, it, it's very. It's a very interesting thought. Like the other tribe was uh, uh, like they consider they were like apes, I guess, kind of thing. Like mm. they're they're gorillas like were kind of like their thing so if they became quote-unquote the black panther if they won would the black panther be the black panther would it be the black apes like what depending on what that tribe hmm. reminds them, like the one tribe was like rhinos or whatever you know what i mean yeah so hmm. technically speaking is it is it just the fact that t'challa's bloodline has always been the most badass and they always win that there are panthers you know and the panther goddess and all that kind of stuff but it, it's it's funny how to, how that could all work out that they just happen to be the ones that always win their family, their bloodline always just wins. Yeah. And nobody else wins. Um, then you got to take into the fact that uh, at the end, when they loot, when he burns all the flowers that makes their powers, technically speaking, now you don't even need to take the flat, the flower anymore because she made those nano suits and having the suit on and having the suit accessible at the drop of a dime turns you instantly into iron man type status to where, anyone who could wear the suit could also be the black Panther or be a quote unquote superhero. Yeah. So, so there's uh so there's multiple complexities to that, I guess you could yeah, say. It's, yeah. It's, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. 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 And that's, that's interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure what, well, yeah, I guess you would call it the, 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 <laughs> for lack of a better term, the black apes, I guess. Yeah. The, I yeah, mean, I don't, I don't know. know. I, I assume they've still called it black Panther, but it never happens. Right. Yeah. So there, and, and I've read the comics in the past and like, there's like a gray wolf and like, there's other things like animals that they consider and call people names and things like that, that go along with it. But in this instance, it never changes from being quote unquote, the black Panther because the child's bloodline always wins. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that that group is the group that's always in power, which is also the reason why that one guy was really upset. You know, everybody's like, oh, we want a chance too. We're like, well, look, we're prospering underneath this family head and this family archie. But at the same time, at some point you start growing jealous, like, yo, they've been running, they've been running stuff for like 500 years. Like, can we get a shot? Well, no, you can't because you can't win mm-hmm. in one-on-one combat. So yeah. again, now that you got the suits, you, you, I mean, you could anybody who puts that suit on yeah. could be the Black Panther. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Uh I wonder if like in the next Black Panther movie they'll go more into that. I'm 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 curious about that. Where are they going to get the flower from? Right? That's what I'm thinking, because they destroyed the flower. Mm, good point. Yeah. They saved one and gave it to T'Challa. And now we got to figure out how they do that in general because he passed away, obviously. So we got to figure that out. But I mean, if he burned all the flowers, unless there's some other secret garden that they reveal, mm-hmm. there's no more Black Panther juice to give someone else the power going down the bloodline. Mm. So is it all going to be technology based now? Because again, now she made those suits. Anybody puts on that suit to do whatever they want. Hmm. Yeah. That lots of, lots of potential theories on that. Interesting. Yeah. Um, also, also not uncle James. Like, why did you have to take out uncle James? Come on. Like, I just, <laughs> that, that was just so sad to me. It's like, it's like, I'll take you both out. And I'm just like, Oh man, come on. <laughs> that, that was disappointing. Yeah. It's, you know, the whole uh, stepping up to, you know, sacrifice yourself moment so he could, you know, not kill him, kill him and he could fall over. So somebody else has to die. Mm-hmm. So you have that emotional moment, you know. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that was that was a little heart wrenching. But uh, so we, we mentioned so you you take the powers away when you're in combat. Right. So when you assume the throne, um. They have this like like you said, this like ritual sort of thing where they they have a heart shaped herb. They drink the drink that gives them the powers of the, you know, the king or the Black Panther, whatever you want to call it. Right. And it takes them to this place. And and I and I didn't even know that this had a name until I was doing some research on it. The ancestral plane, which is kind of a. The best way I can describe it, it's kind of like a a mix of a flashback and like a dream and like a, I don't know, like a spiritual moment. How would you describe that? It's limbo. Yeah. It's, it's like you're dying, but you're not dead. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you're walking towards the light. And you make a pit stop mm-hmm. and then you turn back around. Yeah. Um, like it, you, I'm sure you've watched Moon Knight by now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. Okay, so Moon Knight has, has it set up basically where there's all kinds of ancestral plates. Uh, uh, just just a side note for everybody in general. So all, all these stories and all these arcs and everything is taken from Egypt. Mm-hmm. The, the Egypt's uh, kings and queens, the, the empire they had, they were the first ones to write everything. Um, the Greeks went there and basically took all the sun god and the rod and all that stuff and went back and made Zeus and they created Olympus. You know what I mean? And then the, the Vikings took uh, stuff from them. And it, so all that stuff comes from Africa. Like even Superman is basically based after uh, Ra, the sun God, like even like calling him L like Ra, El, Zor, El, like all that stuff is coming from like Egyptian mythos. And then they just turn it into whatever they want to turn into. So in, in that essence of, you know, going to the astral plane, you know, and, and the Greeks it's the wheat fields 
of Elysia or whatever you go to or whatever. But all, all these things are just basically way stations to where you can go and speak to the dead and then still come back to life, you know? So it, it is very interesting that they have that, but that's a lot of stuff in like different religious um, ethos and, and things like that, to where you can just go and speak into the past and the people that have passed, not really so much the past, but just people that have passed on before you, like your ancestors and stuff. So it's, it's pretty yeah. neat. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, so, it, it, and, and, and it's interesting too, because in T'Challa's case, right, um, he, talk, he gets to talk to his father. And I thought it was interesting that the approach that he decides to take with being king. So like, so when he's in those, when he's in those moments, right, like he is like, he's basically like, questioning like he's he's asking his father like why he decides to be um sort of like reclusive with their with their knowledge and their technological advancements and you know being like outsiders to the rest of the world and making everyone think they're a third world country right and and it's interesting that like he he does not agree with his father at all that you know, like he he wants Wakanda to be a more open society as opposed to his father, right? And and I I thought that was really that, I thought that was really interesting. And to be fair, you kind of see that a little bit in um in Captain America: Civil War a little bit, but but this time, but in this one, it goes even more in depth, right? So I don't I don't want to offend you because mm-hmm. I love white. White people can't be trusted. Okay. <laughs> okay. So for his father to open up and tell them that we have vibranium when, uh, heck, we already gave you a shield for Captain America. You're lucky we gave you that. We got this guy coming in with a one arm who's been stealing vibranium, killing people to, to steal our gold, per se. Mm-hmm. And uh, the ancestor of the world, the British went down to the Congo and tricked them out of all their gold and then tricked them into slavery. Mm-hmm. Had them digging up diamonds and ore and oil and taking. So everybody takes everything from Africa. Like there's so many resources to come from Africa, mm-hmm. but Africa is a third world nation. I wouldn't want to give up shit either. I wouldn't want to let people know mm-hmm. uh, about the city of El Dorado so they can freaking try and send war hawks over here. And I'd be at battle all the time. Better for me to put up my super shield and pretend like we're herding goats. So everybody leaves us alone and we could prosper in peace. Mm-hmm. So again, it's the whole uh, T'Challa, uh, Black Panther versus Killmonger method. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so do we let them do this? Well, Killmonger's like, look, I'm not only going to let them know I'm a superpower, I'm going to kill them before they kill me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to send out an army to make them bow to my power. That was his mindset. Like, I, okay, I know that they're going to come and try to take our resources. We're going to take over everything first. Mm-hmm. So his dad was like, I don't feel like dealing with all that. Yeah. I don't want to battle all the time. So why let them know what we have? Because throughout history, they've been known to just take and plunder and pillage. So mm-hmm. we're just going to stay here and do what we need to do for ourselves. Okay. Again, so, yeah. the, two, the two dichotomies of thought process. Yeah. Of, you know, yeah. How to get. Yeah. Um, I do have a couple of gripes with this movie, though. So because I, I, and I want to talk about this. So so Killmonger goes to London and he knows of this artifact in that museum that has vibranium in it. Right. I'm trying to figure out like, how does this museum not know anything about this artifact? Like he gets over to that artifact and they're just like, 
I don't know, it's some ancient thing from some civilization long ago. I suppose it goes into a little bit of what you were just talking about with that a little bit, right? Like, isn't so that ploy right there is actually a joke about things that actually happen in history mm-hmm. and in historical times. There are um, things that are stolen from like Asian cultures, sold in the black market, popped up here or there, and someone thinks that some this is from the Ming Dynasty in 244. <laughs> but they're white Europeans that have no idea what the Ming Dynasty actually was. And if you actually talk to an Asian curator, they'd be like, oh, this is from the village of Tapai, made in Bubba Bot. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that, that actually happens in real life where people sometimes don't know what they have. You know, it's like sitting there with a billion dollar diamond in your hand and you think it's a, a, a paperweight or having a solid brick of gold in your hand and thinking that it's worth the whole world when it's actually like just like 2% gold and it's painted on. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So that actually was like, uh, I feel like that was like a kind of a joke of people not knowing what they have and uh, making it something into something that it's not. That happens a lot in the art world, especially with older things. Antique Roadshow. People come in, Mm. I got my daddy's uh, war cannon from 1888. Uh, Sir, that's worth $2. I've got a watch that I found in the closet of my grandmother's house. That's a watch from 1442. It's worth $2 billion. Like they had no idea that this has been sitting in their basement. So that, that, that's actually, that felt like a joke to me that they had no idea what they actually had. Right. uh, When they're all snooty and pretentious. Yeah. Right. Yeah. In a museum of all places. Right. Like you would think they they should know better. Right. Like it, it, it does seem funny like that. They don't know. But uh, that that actually has happened throughout history of uh, people having things that they didn't know what the value was or they overplay the value of stuff that they've stolen and acquired. Like they don't own it, but they have it. You know, yeah. Like, shoot. We've had things where we've taken stuff from China and, they, and they've like gone to the U.N. about like, oh, this, they, they don't deserve this. Like, why do they have this? <laughs> you know, they, they shouldn't have it, especially happens in Egypt and digs. They start sending stuff all over the world like, well, bro, like. How about we start lending stuff to places and we bring it back to Egypt, though? Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't belong to the Louvre. It doesn't belong. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, that 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 is what you're saying. I totally agree with. But I feel like it was hopefully it was a play on people making those kind of mistakes, because if mm. not, oh, somebody get fired. <laughs> yeah, right. No, that the, the the security guards are definitely getting fired because the security is so lax there. Like, geez, oh, Pete. <laughs> Yeah, especially for high end stuff. Like it's it's funny whenever you watch those like robbery caper movies, you're like, man, I feel like anybody could steal out of here. Because how do they know all the things? <laughs> how do they know all the things? Uh huh. Right. Yeah. No. It's it's yeah. I don't know. Yeah. In, in many ways, maybe they're maybe that's what they're playing into. I feel like I don't know. It's that's so funny. But the CIA agent, I I do I love the CIA agent at like I love his character right. But he is kind of pretty useless at his job, right? Like, it, it, like, can we just agree he he doesn't know how to do his job? They need they need white people. Hmm. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> they need white people, and, and and it's it's almost it's funny as it is. It's stereotypically like how black people and minorities are used in movies. Like they're usually never the main lead or you know the serious character. They're always the uh, neighbor next door that's smoking weed or just like the blundering idiot with a high end job. And you're like, how's that guy? He's literally taking that comic relief role, mm-hmm. you know, 
with the way that he's portrayed and the way he acts and, you know, his little, he gets his little hero moment. So mm-hmm. no. Yeah. We, we, they, they throw him a bone, I guess. Cause otherwise he was entirely useless. Yeah. And being in CIA, he should know more than he knows. Right. He should. Absolutely. And, Cause, and the fact that he just lets claw get away from the interrogation room like that, like just, I, like how does he how do you let him get away from that i don't understand and, and just simple fact that you know it's a disney movie sometimes i have to remind myself it's a comic book movie it's a comic book movie it's a yeah. comic book movie but i'm like dude same thing i'm like so why why does this place have all these rooms in it that are just sitting here like it's a police station right I, Usually when you're like got somebody in an interrogation spot or they're heading away, they're just in a safe house somewhere. Th- that seemed like a straight up old cop station or something. It was really weird the way the whole thing was set up. But again, <laughs> got to tell ourselves it's, it's a comic. Yeah, that's true. No, and and and, to, and I tend to do this a lot. I tend to overanalyze stuff like this, and I'm just like, oh, but you're totally right, though. Yeah, it's, it's like why would how do how, you do that? How, not only that. How do you have the guy on a street facing wall of a room? Mm-hmm. If, I'm, if I'm taking somebody in, they're in a box in the center of the building. You've got to go through people to get to me. You right. can't just kick open a door or a wall, snatch the dude to walk out. Right. Yeah. You know, like when you watch any movies with real CIA people, they're usually like on a 10th floor. You know what I mean? You've got to. You've got time to know that people are coming up or they've got to come from the roof. Like something special has got to go on. Whenever you watch any kind of CIA, I know exactly what you're saying. They've got to go through something to get to you. I mean, they still get to the person in the movie, but it's a challenge. This was like, let me make this fake door pop in, swing out. Let's roll. Right. Yeah. And he had him out within like what? Like five seconds, like nothing. Right. Like, yeah, it's so dumb, but I will say, Easily the biggest win of this movie to me was that fight scene in the casino because my oh my that was that was that was shit hitting the fan in the best way because um because I really loved that part because um I, I I forgive me I forget the character who does this but um but she uh, but she takes off the wig and then uses this uses the wig. And a pair of shoes to like just basically destroy those, um, th- those people in that fight. Like that was such a cool that's, that's moment. Sequoia, she's the leader of the Dormalaje. She's mm-hmm. the head guard, and uh, yeah, she's super badass. Absolutely. That, that was, yeah. It, it also it reminded me of like a James Bond esque scene. You know, like there's always the we're in a casino and then shit goes crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it felt very much like that kind of thing going down. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, a lot of action, a lot of excitement, and that and and uh, the chase scene that followed that was great. That whole seg, that whole segment was great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, and there were so many funny moments. Like we 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 like there were so many good funny moments in this. Um, especially from the beginning, like T'Challa gets like so much shit from his family when he arrives at Wakanda because he's like, did he freeze and. But he does get his moment when he tells uh, his sister Shira, he's like, I can't wait to see what kind of update you make to your ceremonial outfit. And he just she just casually flips him off like he's the prince of Wakanda, right? Soon to be king. And she still is comfortable with just being like, yeah, (laughs) just (laughs) flipping the bird. (laughs) 
Uh, same same thing, right? If your dad's the president, I don't give a shit. He's still my dad. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so, and, and in black households, that, that, that whole thing between them is pretty much why uh, black people don't usually shoot up schools because we spend our whole lives ripping on each other and making fun of each other. Like, I've been making fun of my daughter's ears so she could understand English. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she just snaps back and, and you know, we poke, you know, it's... Uh, Cracking jokes is something that just happens all the time uh, mm-hmm. in in the community. So they they put that in there to represent that, and they represent it very well. It doesn't matter who you are; you're always going to be my my big brother. You know what I mean? You're always going to yeah. be my little sister. It doesn't, you know, your title doesn't matter in that respect uh, unless I'm, you know, in the family court or have to actually do something. But in conversations, yeah, bro, I, I know you love this girl. I know you be starstruck. I see it. You know, you get that cool with everybody else. You know what I mean, but you know, I know who you want. I know what you want. Yeah, so, yeah, it was good. That was fun. Yeah, I know. I enjoyed that. And and speaking of Shira, right? I I think I uh, going back to what we were saying about relating to characters. I really related. I I did relate to her a lot, right? Because in this movie, like she's the one running the, like the entire tech operations. Even at one point, she's like fighting in that big fight scene at the end, and like she's only seventeen and is able to do all of this technological um, advances with like the Black Panther suit and like just everything that goes on in the, you know, kingdom. Right. And like, and that was very much me. Like I had um, an AV, um, like I had an AV position when I was still in high school and like, and like technology, I've always loved technology. So I related to that character so much in this movie. You and millions of other little black girls were inspired by it. I'm happy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, that's that's true. Um, but uh, I love how uh, so when he when Killmonger, uh, you know, is destroying the place, he's trying to get he gets the um, the uh, the the vibranium object. Right. And and I love the fact that they took the time to call for pair call in for paramedics. And even the paramedics were decoys and shooting up the place, too. And especially like. You you think they let one of the employees go and it's like, oh, you're safe, right? Like, oh yeah, you're good to go. So who do I bam? <laughs> just immediately just shoots him in the back, like giving him false hope like that. Like, come on, why'd you gotta do why do you gotta play him like that? <laughs> it it was actually uh if you think about it, it was one of the more um violent Marvel movies. Yeah. Uh, a, a lot. Most of the time, people don't, you know, die. E- even when they have stuff like with Captain America, and yeah, they're shooting people, but it's like war shooting. Like, I, okay, I just shot five guys, and I'm running past them, mm-hmm. and it's over. This movie is like, I'm killing people. Like, you're you're dying. I'm looking at you and watching you die, and mm-hmm. then I'm going on about my business. Very slow and methodical because most movies aren't like that. Like, they go out of their way not to quote unquote kill. But in, in this movie, I feel like, I mean, guy, his name is Killmonger. He's killing. Mm-hmm. He, he was talking about killing when he took his shirt off and he's like one of these for each and every kill. Well, I killed a lot of people and I have no problem killing a whole lot more. Shoot. He might've killed more people than Thanos. Thanos didn't really kill that many people. He snapped a lot of people off. Mm-hmm. He didn't kill as many people as Killmonger. Yeah. That's a, like that's- straight up killing them. Yeah, like actually killing them. Yeah, yeah, like actually killing them. He just snapped away, but Killmonger was killing. 
He earned his name. Yeah, yeah, no, he did. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> also the uh the 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 Vine reference, like, oh man, I miss Vine so much. I mean, TikTok has kind of become the Vine now, but there there's this Vine uh where it's like where he just goes like the it, it it's like he's looking at the shoes, he does the what are those? And they brought that into the movie. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah. And funny. Yeah, and uh yeah, he calls uh and she calls the uh the shoes um sneakers. By the way, back to the future reference put in there. That was nice. That was yeah. nice. Yeah. And <laughs> the moment where she, she tells uh she tells him to strike the Black Panther suit. Oh, but not that hard. <laughs> well, yeah, don't mess up my gear. Oh, like, yeah. I'm just trying Yeah, I'm just trying to test it out. You you're pushing it all over the place. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. And then uh, you've got the you got the Willow Smith call out there uh, they, when they arrived to the casino, just whipping the hair back and forth. Um, uh, I love that. Uh, that. This was the funniest part to me. Um, Claw has a SoundCloud. He's like, he's like, yeah, no, I'll just send you the SoundCloud link. And I'm just like, I'm like, oh, yeah, right. This is in present time. Yeah, of course, SoundCloud would be the thing you would give a link to. Right. <laughs> They're they're hip hopping, you know. If you're if you're sending stuff out, and it's weird too, because honestly, you know what? What else do you send somebody if you're trying to send somebody? What, what would you send them? I send you my YouTube. You know what I mean? Like, what yeah. would you say in place of that? So yeah, that's that was interesting. Yeah, it's yeah, 2018. Yeah, SoundCloud. I don't know. I I I don't hear as much like. I guess SoundCloud is kind of like. I don't know. I don't SoundCloud's he- you've got to be in the ecosystem. Yeah. So, you know, like I, I know a lot of people that make beats and, and rap or whatever, and they've got their music up on SoundCloud. Like they sell beats on SoundCloud. Like it's a whole community. Just like, you know, if you said discord to somebody like, I don't use discord. Yeah. But then people that use discord live in discord, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no. And I'm just not in that universe. So, but yeah, yeah it, it sounds like it's very much the same thing. Um, yeah, it, it pretty much is. Like I said, it's it's a definitely a uh, indie. You know, I'm making my own music. I need somewhere to host it where it's just music, as opposed to sending you to YouTube where I've got to make a music video mm-hmm. per se. Um, where I'm a, I'm a music producer. I don't have time to make videos. I just make the music, and so that's a place to host the music. Even though, as we know now too, Spotify and Apple Music have made it more prevalent for you to put their music up on there on your own and be able to sell it. But before SoundCloud was really, really big, and it still is in those communities. Yeah, it still is. Yeah, absolutely. But um, and and you got like Distro Kid as well that really helps yeah. a lot. And yeah, absolutely. This is funny too that it came from Klaus like that. That's that's. Yeah, funny. yeah. Well, and and SoundCloud at this particular time was booming as well. So yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> that that. I, I love that uh, uh th- this like sassy moment where like cause, uh, they're in the interrogation room. The CIA agent asks if um if Oki speaks English after like she's talking in a foreign language and he's like does does she speak English and and she's like only and she responds to him directly and says only if she wants to like that that was that was just that was just like put him put him in his place yeah. right. <laughs> Yeah, she she doesn't need to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talk. And that, and that and that's the basically the role that you always see 
with like military, you know what I mean? Or like uh, the guard, like the CIA, like they'll, they'll talk to their superior, but they won't talk to you because you're beneath them kind of thing. It's like, I'm not talking to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was definitely checking them right there. Like you were not important little man. Like you think you're important here. You are not. <laughs> yeah. And, and, to, and to be honest, she's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I got to give it up to Claw singing what is love while he's like tied up in that in a interrogation room. I, I like love it. Absolutely love it. <laughs> but uh, and you uh, have no fear. He has no fear. <laughs> yeah, he really doesn't. Yeah. Even when even in death, he has no fear. Right. So yep. absolutely. Um, And uh, <laughs> so the. I, I love I love this too when 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 they go to Mbaka they're trying to get him to go go to their side help him out to reclaim the throne and he and he's like uh, he does that and he does that gorilla thing that you were talking about earlier like the like when he's talking to the CIA agent and then he goes silence I will feed you to my children nah just kidding we're vegetarians we wouldn't do that <laughs> I love that that was so good. Great, great intimidation, followed mm-hmm. by a joke. Yeah, yeah, it was such is amazing. What, what did you think of the CGI rhinos at that big fight scene, though? So that whole scene to me, I can't really picture the rhinos right now in my mind, just because mm-hmm. there was so much stuff going on. I can't remember if they were really good or bad. Which I guess that yeah. means they were good. If I can't remember, that I mean is they were good because I just remember the shields and you know, the formations and stuff that they were doing to build the walls up and mm-hmm. uh, the rhinos coming through and, you know, like that, the one scene where the child is like pushing the one off. So I assume they were great in my mind. Yeah. Right now. I haven't watched a little bit. So just yeah. from my thought process, they must've been great CGI rhinos. Yeah, absolutely. Well, in that ending scene, yeah, there's, there's so much going on. Like you've got, everyone's fighting each other yeah. and you've got, you've got the two, um, uh, for lack of a better term, you've got the two Black Panthers fighting it out underground. You've got um, yep. you got the rhinos flipping back and forth. Yeah, there yeah. was a lot to a there, lot. Yeah, there was a lot to keep up with on the on that fight scene in particular. Um, and the ending too, like the ending was really good too, right? Because well, so he wins, right, and then. And I think you mentioned it earlier how um, he takes him up to the top of the um, top of the um, sort of like the cliff or whatever. And get, and he shows uh, so T'Challa shows. Um, uh, why am I blanking on his name? Killmonger. That's right. He, he shows him a uh, sunset before he dies. Right. And that's kind of how he goes out is he just wants to see that wakanda sunset before he dies um that was that was that was that was that was a powerful moment yeah and so again even even that right like that's what i mean about the the power of the flower per se because if it gives me powers and there, there are two panthers at the same time how does he how is he able to die yeah You couldn't just kill Captain America by stabbing him, and by all accounts, he's as powerful as as Black Panther. Like he's just like he's a super soldier, essentially. Yeah, he's a super soldier. I mean, he's fighting Bucky and all the previous movies, going toe to toe with him. You know what I mean? 
flipping and dipping and doing all that stuff. So it, it's still always like, how did you kill the guy? Like, I guess whatever, but mm-hmm. I don't know how he died from that. You know? Yeah. I like, yeah. And, and it's one of the, it's one of those things. I feel like black Panther two might go into it, but I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see, I guess. Um, and, and that's the bigger problem. If they would know that, um, I mean, it's it, again, all about representation, right? So you're going to have the sister become the black Panther, uh, which women have become the black Panther in the comics. So it's not that far off, but mm-hmm. at the same time, if you would have had him survive, it would have been better to have him be the new black Panther. And you could have took it into a more aggressive way where, all right, I learned my lesson. I'm not going to kill everybody. But at the same time, I'm not taking shit from anybody either. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and and I'm curious how like cause, so there and there is going to be in Black Panther two. I mean, obviously, uh, we mentioned it earlier about Chadwick Boseman's death, right? And I'm and I'm curious how they're going to deal with that in the Black Panther story. Well, like how, like how are they going to like because I don't know how you write that off like in the movie. Like uh, other than just transferring the power to another person, like I'm I'm curious how that's going to work in the movie, like how they're going to address that. And and again, there's no more flowers anyway, yeah. unless they come and gay, say something technical where you know the sister makes a potion or uh, makes some kind of like nano thing or whatever that you drink or something like that. But technically, there's no more flowers left. Yeah, to give. Power to have that ritual yeah i it's 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 gonna be really crazy how already figure it out yeah i, I think that cgi is really good yeah i i i don't want to be one of those writers that has to figure that out <laughs> let me tell you because I, I i can't imagine that that's an easy task um but uh but and so that ending scene right so uh so t'challa gets together with um gets together at the end with Nakia like that's a they have a they have a moment together and he and they go back to Oakland I I love how they go back to the beginning of the movie in Oakland and you know see all the kids playing basketball um at in the present time right and how he opens up a Wakanda outreach center like he bought he says he bought like three buildings in that area um yeah. that that was great. Give back to the community, man. Mm-hmm. Give back to the community. Mm-hmm. I uh it's aims at making an I promise school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now here and then this ending scene where he goes to the United Nations, which by the way, I thought the United Nations headquarters were in New York City, but it was in where where was it even in? It wasn't even in New York City. It was like a makeshift United Nations almost. Do they have multiple headquarters? I legit don't know. So uh, don't you remember in the uh, uh, Captain America movie, they blew up the United Nations. Oh, yeah. Well, and and, so and, maybe, and I guess maybe they I, were rebuilding it and they had it somewhere else while they were rebuilding because that's where his dad died, where they had the bombs going off all over the place mm. and everything in there. So it, maybe that's why. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, and, 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 and I should have prefaced this too. I haven't seen the uh, Captain America civil war yet. So, but, uh, but yeah, but, but now that you say that, yeah, I do remember the flashback scene on that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, but he has, um, he has a super powerful message about unity at the end. Um, and, and he was like more connects us than separates us. And, and it's like, he, 
had like uh, that was such a good way to like to wrap it up and end the story there. I th- I thought that was I thought that was good. Um, yeah, good message. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's give our ratings of this movie. So, thumbs up, thumbs down, Owen. I, I, I. What do you think about this movie? What What do you, What rating? Um, thumbs up. It was a good movie. Great movie. It's a fun movie. Yeah. People, people, people cried. There were chicks beating up people. Good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I know. I have to give it a thumbs up as well. Like, I, I, yeah, like I mentioned, it's such a fascinating story. It, it's, it's admittedly not the flashiest MCU movie or the most crazy story rise, right? But I still appreciated it for what it was. And it was great. And I, 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 I'm, I'm 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 curious to see what Black Panther 2 has in store. Um and I think that's coming out I think that's coming out later this year, I think. Um yeah. e- either late this year or early next year, right? Yeah. I mean, they got a lot done in one movie. I feel like Iron Man, like if you just watch Iron Man 1, it doesn't feel complete. You have to like watch the first two to feel like, okay, you can stop now and I get it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, get this movie is like, okay, I get it. Even though there's going to be more of them, like I get the premise, I get the power, I get the construct, I get it. Uh, because there's a history and there's a family element to it, so it's always been this way. You know, Tony. You know, he's got to find himself. He's got to find his way. He has to evolve. This, this has already been going on. It seems like for hundreds of years, and they did a very good job portraying like, yo. We've already been established, bro. Like we're here. It is what it is. You're just not finding out about it, but it's established. Yeah. So now they can just build on top of that. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll, we will find out uh, what is in store. Uh, Owen, uh, thank you so much again for being on this show. This was so much fun. Uh, Tell the folks where they can find uh, your work online. Uh, Thanks for having me. Good conversation. Love the movie. Love the topic. Uh, I'm on the internet, uh, ikmz.com at odoct on anything that's relevant, whether I'm using it or not. I usually have the name there. So, uh, yeah, say hi. I usually say hi back. That's it. Yeah. All right. Right on. Yeah. Iqmz.com. Yeah. It's such amazing podcasts and I'm, yeah, I thank you so much again. Um, of course I do a watch party for each of the movies that we review on the show. If you want to watch the movie with myself and fellow listeners, I stream it over on my Twitch. You can catch me there every Wednesday and Friday night as well. Twitch.tv slash Wscott is one. But if you can't make it to the party, don't worry. If you are a patron, you get to listen to it on demand afterwards. So go 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 in there and support patreon.com slash Wscott is one. And thank you so much to everybody who supports. You are keeping this show going you have thoughts about the movie we discussed today you can join the discord discord.cinemavention.com leave a comment in that channel send me an email email at cinemavention.com and see all the previous movies we've covered over at cinemavention.com thank you again to kevin mcleod for letting me use his music over at incompetech.com we'll be back next week to discuss the movie waiting with Justin Robert young. I am so excited to talk about this movie and we are wrapping up Marvel month, but we have more Marvel movies to cover in the future. So look out for those movies. 
And this has been a fun Marvel month. I hope you've enjoyed all of the movies we've covered this month. And I hope you'll be back next week. Until then, we'll see you next time. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>